button. It is an honor to be in the company of so many game lovers. So I feel really glad and inspired from our communications during the week. And especially with regards to the emotional healing processes that a number of you are engaging in. Um, I'd like to hear any additional comments or any encouragements that you have for the others to take the leap and really dive into the emotional healing processes as a, a, a core aspect of becoming a more effective game world builder. Anybody would like to share anything about that? I want to share um, first. Thanks for having me this um, on the second session, and I um, seem to have been part of this before I joined consciously because I, I went through this emotional healing process on Wednesday evening. That I, I shared that in the group, and what I want to share is that this process about my village and, and this old image of a village I was carrying was was blocking me from actually being in a village or creating a village or realizing that the village is already here something like that and so yesterday i was inspired to just take the next step and i, I published a post in, in our local facebook community notice board and and just published hey i'm looking for people that want to live in radical responsible village who who's interested so um that wasn't possible for me before before that process or didn't see that I didn't have that possibility. So, um, yeah, I'm noticing how, yeah, again, how important these processes are to take the next step. Thank you, Julia. Thank you. Yeah. Julia is calling in from New Zealand, just to let everybody oh, yes. know. <clears throat> there was a question recently posted by Dan Palmer, I think, about this. What is the difference between a vision and a mission and a purpose in terms of the game world? And I had a quick conversation with Anne Chloe about it. And it was, it's the, what's what going on about that is that the this word, these terms, uh, mission and vision, have are really 10 years old or something, maybe even 20. They're and they came out of a business context. And so they're, they're, as far as I can relate right now, they're not very relevant to the game world building because they try to establish something rigidly that is not rigid at all. They're trying to nail down something that is actually a, an alive thing. And so it's, it can put a concept in your mind and a map on the wall of your company or project that people will look at and go, oh, wow, what an amazing mission and vision. <clears throat> you go, yeah, well, that's that was last month, actually. You know, things have changed since then. <laughs> and so I'm um, not sure how that got in the conversation, but whatever documentation that's in, we'd like to update that. What's really relevant is the values, like what's being, what is the value? And that's almost the definition of a currency and I would like to postpone that conversation for a little while. I would like to do other work with you guys now and, and make the steps now. And the value 
the currency that's being exchanged would be like a, a, a next conversation. So is that, Dan, does that work for you? And anybody else have any questions about that? Works for me. Okay, thank you. I mean, to relate that to emotional healing process, I think what the way Julia, you just explained it is there was some kind of vision about what a village is. And then actually that vision was in the way of the village happening. And, and I, I think it's really true about having these fixed kind of, which, which, which become irrelevant and then become fantasy world. The moment they become irrelevant, they become fantasy world that is sort of, maybe we hold on to as a safety net, like as a safety, oh, I know what I want. And then if I know, if I know, then I can create it because modern culture values this, the knowing instead of the not knowing and, and staying in this groundlessness of, um, where there's still clarity in the groundlessness, there's still clarity um, of the, the, whatever, the bright principles at work, the purpose, but the how or the what it looks like is groundless and it evolves as, as you evolve. And maybe that, that will be part of the conversation today but I was remember, like I just had a conversation with a, a woman who's just starting to sketch transitioning out of uh, whatever corporate job, like working for an employer to, to building her own game world, like her own project. And I, I talked to her about six months ago and between this, like six months and last week when we talked, she had had no conversation with nobody about that project. And I said, well, that, then, the, then the project is frozen. I mean, you have changed, the circumstances have changed. And so really what we want to talk about with you today about this context, about what the context of your game world is and what we call deepening the context of your game world happen with putting your game world on the table over and over again and saying, is this what I want to do? Is this how it, it how can it work better? Is this um, what's next? Really what's next? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so just <clears throat> along those lines, like leading towards where you're going, we, if you've been, hanging around possibility management lately, you've been hearing a term which is called radical, radical relating, radical relating. And it, it involves a lot of the skills that we've been practicing and expand the box in labs, but it has to do with this a kind of a, <clears throat> I, don't, I don't like using the word fearless because it sounds like you don't have any fear, but it's like not letting the fear stop you is what I mean that kind of vulnerability and radical honesty and connection and anger, sadness, fear, and joy, commitment, and um, a small now interaction, like an immediate, a kind of immediatism happening. And it, these, whole, these whole things, uh, I hope that you are practicing that in with the people 
both professional and personal in your life so, so that it builds, it builds a stronger connection between you and reality. Your grip on reality gets closer. If you're using buffers like being uh, some kind of socially correct or polite or fearful or shy or withholding or um, any of those kind of things, you don't have, you're not mapped onto reality as much as you could be, as much as we're designed for. So the thing is, you can do radical relating also with your game world. And that is required, especially if your game world has as one of its bright principles, evolution or transformation or learning even, rapid learning or something like that. If you're, if you're involved in any kind of an evolutionary game world, a guy in game world, then you will need to map on, you will need radical relating with your game world because it will be like a bucking bronco. It's a cowboy term, but it's like a wild horse where you get on that thing and it's going to take off. And you need, you need focus and commitment and you need to hang on kind of for dear life because that thing's going to take you for a ride. Okay, well, that's the ride you've been wanting. That's the ride that will take you further down your path. You know, that's the ride that will allow you to become who you need to become to deliver what you came here to deliver. And so that's, um, I just wanted to throw in the term radical relating with regards to your game world, not just to the people, but the game world itself. Because there's going to be this interaction between you and it. You'll be mapped onto your game world. And when it changes, you will need to change. And if you don't change, it'll throw you off. And if you change, the game world will change the same way, you know, or you will exit your game world. So I, I think you know what I'm talking about from your past experiences, but just keep in mind that this is true. It's a real thing. And this is the ride we're going on here. Jeff, go ahead. Uh, so the... <clears throat> It, there's like this dimensionality to these like values or it's like maybe like there's like a first they're like first principles that i'm that i'm hearing specifically from what you're saying about standing in groundlessness putting the context on the table often radical relating everyone committed to evolution so there everything's changing but it seems to me like there are some things that are seemingly unchanging like so and and so yes yeah, like on what dimension do things not change? Yeah, I don't know any dimension where things don't change. So I would not, I say for the concept of the mind, it's a it's wishful thinking to grab onto something that's not going to change. So, but what's different is what, and Chloe was just talking about and where we're going to go right now is with the context of your game world. And in, in that way, it's, these are decided or chosen you get to choose the context of your game world. And the context has multiple factors, multiple dimensions to choose from in your context. We'd like to really dive into that with you now so that as you, the, because it's such a, it's, it's so excluded from the conversation in modern culture to consider what is the context of your game world. You, you ask anybody, any Joe on the street and they'll go, you know, they won't even know what you're talking about. But you need to intimately be involved in that 
with your game world and with the other people. It isn't, unless you're designing an, a hierarchical power down, you know, top down, uh, command and control contexted game world where you get to decide this stuff. And unless you're doing that, then it's a conversation with, with an ongoing conversation with the people in your team, the people in, in your game world. So just, it's, it isn't, no matter how many times you write it down, it's not going to stay put unless it is, like I said, um, a pyramidal top-down kind of game world, which I don't think any of yours are. And Chloe, so I interrupted you. Can you just keep going with that? Yeah, I mean, a couple of things I wanted to say is that in terms of, because we started with the emotional healing process and the value of emotional healing process. And like we said also last week, but Clinton said it again, it's Gaian game worlds are evolutionary game world. And we haven't got to the part in terms of distilling the bright principles of your game world. But if you're building a Gaian game world, there would be one principle that would be transformation or evolution or initiation um like something close to that that would bring in this force of change in the game world and if you have you know i know some of the game worlds here have distilled their bright principles but it's not applied in the game world so to, i mean Christina, you were talking about that a little bit last week of Shostak having the, the bright principle of transformation as one of them. And in in this mixed context of people wanting to have uh, a retirement home by the lake, like a nice and easy life. Well, that means there's whatever, it's a mixed context. There's a, there's a opposition force there. What if you have a bright principle of transformation, if you're building a guy in game world, emotional healing processes will is has to be a major part mm. that is natural that is it's a natural occurrence in your game world that people just go through emotional healing process as it is part of the design and that means it's really this shift of thought where between whatever feelings are bad feelings are wrong feelings are if you're feeling you're broken to god emotions are a gateway for a bright future, a new bright future for you and you as being part of a game world, also for the game world. And so if it, it's, it's kind of, it's really sort of um, like physics, like mechanic, if you don't have emotional healing processes or initiatory processes as part of the design of the game world, it is basically meant to, to stagnate and die. Um, and, and so just to think about that as you're, as you're building your games, even especially communities, really, especially communities. I mean, I'd like to, well, yeah, you mentioned it last time about if the objective of your game world is community, you're going to turn yourself inside out and nothing will really work. Mm -hmm. So the objective should be something else. And community is the byproduct of delivering your services. But the, the, it's useful sometimes, actually, I think more often than sometimes to keep in mind that there are forces at work greater than yourself with regards to any evolutionary game world. If, I mean, if you look at the purpose of the universe, uh, 
and just look at the history of Earth, what, you, what you've noticed is evolution and evolution in kind of every dimension. And, and so one of the, one of the, one of the uh, ways that the universe applies the force of evolution is we've been calling it the Earth Coincidence Control Office, ECHO, E-C-C-O, the Earth Coincidence Control Office. Well, if you're going to build an evolutionary-centered game world, ECHO is going to pay attention because you, you become an ally of archetypal forces, right? Principles such as evolution are archetypal forces, and you are an ally or an agency through which the archetypal forces can work in the world you can bet your ass Echo is going to wake up and pay attention to what you're doing. And you will, on the one hand, be supported in, in kind of remarkably coincidental, unexpected ways, meeting people, getting resources, uh, being connected in to things you never thought of. Projects will come. All of this stuff will happen sort of coincidentally. But at the same time, you will, you need to personally be ready, you know, participate in the evolution of being turned on your head in the washing machine. You get to go around the washing machine also because as the game world evolves, you, you will be evolving. And there's these forces at work that, that pretend as you may, that they're not there. They don't care whether you believe in them or not. They just, they, they have their, their effect. And I think you all know, have experiences about what we're talking about in terms of, you, you know, any, like any kind of game world that I've tried to nail down has so rapidly evolved that it can be, it can be moved into the next game world before we even think we've started the first game world. Like it already evolves that fast. And so, and especially these days, the rapid evolution of your game world is needed because there's so much that we don't know about next culture and about how to create regenerative human cultures on planet earth. There's so much we don't know about that. It is not that we have forgotten. You have to remember that indigenous cultures are not regenerative. In addition, indigenous cultures are also not aware of themselves as a culture in general. They, they do not understand the idea of cultural relativity, which says that every culture on the planet is bullshit, including mine. This is not taught in indigenous cultures. In indigenous cultures, the name for foreigners, the same thing as the name for the edible ones, the ones you can eat. So anybody who's not in your tribe, you can invite them to lunch as your main course. You can just eat them because they are not even human because they don't wear the same beads or they speak the same language or have the same clothes or worldview. Just eat them. They're not even human. So this is indigenous cultures around the world. And so, so it's not like we're trying to remember something that has been forgotten. What you're trying to do is invent something that has never existed before. And it, there are these forces that want us to win. Like the, or Gaia wants us to win. She wants this human experiment to win. And the play space for, these, for this experiment to, to win is game worlds. 
you and you are the agents building out game worlds that Gaia can inhabit in in a regenerative um, context. And so, so if we don't get this, it's game over for humans. You know, we know this. So this is important stuff. And Chloe, I'm back to you. <laughs> I mean, I, I think we. I I also this conversation is so important and I think there's just so much to talk about in terms of context and probably we could say that the 12 weeks is about building what context is and and one for one part is really a lot of messages that I saw I mean especially Jeremy and, and Vincente but also other pains that I've heard of about I do not want to build a game world that will be exhausting because there's so many edge working game worlds where people just give their life, like their physical health, their health, their peace of mind, their all that to, to the game world for what? Like for what? If we're building Gaian game worlds, the point is not to be exhausted and and have all this energy go into um, fighting, like fighting with our team, fighting with our circle. And, and really this conversation about the, the exhaustion is, um, is about mixed context. I think most of the exhaustion that comes out of edge working game world is because they're not clear, like someone is not taking a stand about or for what the context is. And therefore the result is mixed context because there's different uh, kind of authority or space holders and they they haven't talked about what are we doing? Like, what is the context? And so the definition, very simple definition of context is the context is the relationship of your game world to responsibility or consciousness as if it's the same thing. So it's the relationship between your game world and responsibility. And in there's, there's, there's almost unlimited nuance, but we've divided that this palette into five different levels, like five different kinds of context because of five different levels of responsibility. So you, you could have a game world that is completely avoiding responsibility where, where the, the players in the game world have zero responsibility. And these are really like the prisons and the psych wards where people, you don't choose when you eat, you don't choose when you go out, you don't choose what you wear, you don't choose who your neighbor is, you don't, whatever. You, there's, there's zero choice. And, and it can be said that people put themselves in situation in their life so that they go to prison or psych ward so that they don't have to take zero responsibility in their life. Okay. So that's one way of building a game world. So another level of responsibility is child level responsibility. And this is really on, on like that modern cultures is centered on child level responsibility because the principle in child level responsibility is I make a mess and I, and I don't clean it up. I mean, that's what children do. They make messes and have no intention of cleaning it up. And this is, is so obvious. I mean, I don't think I have to talk about it with any of you about how 
modern culture and game worlds in modern culture are making messes and have no intention of cleaning them up and are externalizing cost to future generation, which is getting close to this current generation and, and, and third world countries, which anyway, we live on the same like closed planet. So it doesn't mean anything now, third world countries. Because the, the, the plastic is everywhere in the ocean and the plastic is everywhere in the air and, and on and on and on. So, I mean, in that regard, I would invite you strongly to watch the Corporation movie, if you haven't seen it or even see it again. And the sequel, I haven't seen the sequel yet, but the Corporation, which was made in 2003, is already terrifying and so clear about this externalizing cost to make a profit i don't care about my messes and that's how i make a profit by not taking care of the messes that i make okay child level responsibility this is modern culture in a few sentences and then this higher level of responsibility which at the adult level responsibility which is the next one higher starts at the edge of modern culture so you, you guys are all edge workers, so you've gone to the edge of modern culture and are already looking at how can I take care of the messes, of the messes I make. So that's adult level responsibility is how do I clean up the messes that I make? So it's fair. It's I have messes, I clean them up. You have messes, you clean them up. And the messes I have not made, it's not my job to clean them up. So there's a fairness in in this adult level responsibility. Then there's high level responsibility, which is another um, level of context really for a game world, which obviously is higher than adults. And it has something to do with um, like which, where is it better that I should put my energy? Like which messes should I clean? It's kind of, it's a choice. You, you can clean up more messes than your own, but you get to kind of choose what is more convenient or efficient or, or, or whatever. So that's, that's one. And then at the end of the spectrum in terms of responsibility, then there's radical responsibility as a context for a game world. And what radical responsibility means, and I, I say that especially for the German types here, does not mean being perfect. Being radically responsible does not mean being perfect. What it means is that you are responsible for the level of responsibility that is being taken in the space. So in the space of your game world, in the space of your conversation, even in your, in your space of relationship, you are responsible for the level of responsibility that is being taken. And it can also be said in a way, it's like you're responsible for everything, but it doesn't really help because the word everything is so inconceivable for our mind. But you are at source. That's what I mean. You are at source. You get to create each, each, and you, you are at source of your own action but, but that's adult. Being at source of your own action is adult. Being, being at source of your own evolution is adult. 
Okay, being at source of the context and quality of relationship or space or the impact, the consequences of your game world and, and really of, of other game worlds because that's radical responsibility because if you have clarity that other game worlds do not have, those game worlds be, become your client. If you have clarity that other people or other game world, as we're talking at a game world level, do not have, for example, about context, but about different thoughtware, about how to build team, how to destroy teams, how to go through emotional healing process, how to uh, bring about initiatory processes, any of clarity, any clarity that you have that other game worlds don't have, they become your client. And it could be that then your game world evolves into a game world empowering other game worlds. But then that's really the, the, the job of your game world at, in any domain. Like, I mean, I, I, Vincente, for example, you were talking about building a game world of uh, medicine, like next culture medicine and alchemy. Okay, well, it could be that your game world evolves into you being a consultant for doctors, nurses, feelings practitioner of, God, this is what I discovered in my game world and you can use this clarity too. And so, and yeah. So, so these, this is really the definition of what context is. And in regards to this, I wanna bring something which I called, which I call the inclusion myth. And that there is, I noticed really going around uh, communities a lot and other game world is that when we extract ourselves slowly and slowly from modern culture and get to this edge, there's a deep pain about separation and about isolation because, because that's how modern culture is built. We're separated, we do not radically relate, we are not vulnerable, authentic, we don't follow our true purpose. So it's, it feels really lonely. Modern culture feels really lonely. And so you get to the edge and this new possibility open and you think, and, and there's this thing, oh, wonderful. I'm going to have a village with all these lovely people who all believe in love and in sincerity and in honesty. And it's just going to be wonderful. And then you say, I'm, let's build a village. You put in an announce, um, like, like you, you put in, I want to build a village. And, and then, you know, all these wonderful people show up and, and it's like, oh, great. This, now I don't feel alone anymore. Like now I don't have to be alone anymore. And, but what unravels pretty quickly is, is this without the clarity of the context is the mixed context. And then every meeting that you will have will be about the mixed context. The, despite you having a conversation about who comes in, who comes out, how do we take care of the garden? How do we, how do we grow our food? Where do our clothes come from? Like all these superficial, I would say quote unquote superficial consideration, the underlying conversation that will happen is mixed context, is what context is being applied here. And then at the end of the meeting, it, what happens is you leave with a sense of 
like of, of separation, of aloneness, of where is the community that I was dreaming about that I thought would happen when I left modern culture. Uh, Hannah, go ahead. Uh, I have a question because just recently I've been thinking about this and I have something like a mix of a, a comment and a question. How do you deal with that while giving inputs? Just go ahead. Okay, okay, cool. Because uh, what um, I've been thinking a lot about this, that community is uh, an answer or people seek in community for not being alone anymore. And then, but, but, that, but I also feel like there's a there's a human need or a human yes like a human need for being in social contact because we are social beings and we are not like designed to be alone in a way and um and then I think there's this human need of giving something to the world having a service like delivering something and like how do you deal because when you then set the context for like like a game world which which is delivering a service like how do you deal then with homes and is this is this a specific problem of communities where there's coming together this need for like home and belonging and having a circle like a like a social uh, surrounding or something and also wanting to deliver something wanting to be in your potential and stuff do you get what i mean yes cool uh, yeah okay i mean I'm, from my experience, this need of belonging, this need of needing a family is a childhood emotional reaction. It's a childhood need coming from the child ego state. And really it is, I mean, it's, it becomes really clear that without initiatory processes, even as you extract yourself and get to the edge of modern culture, it you can do that and not still not be initiated into adulthood. And so it's still the child ego state running, running the needs. And this, um, like you were saying, this other need, like this other force of God, there's a service that I'm here to deliver. I think that's the authentic, um, the true, the, the true force. Like this is people who came here to deliver something and And this is where you find community. Like this is where you find your people. Be as you're delivering your service, it's the universe gives you the resources, which of course is way bigger than money. It gives you the resources, the people around you that you need to deliver your service. And that's really your community. And, and this other part that, that you mentioned about um, having a clear context does not stop you from being able to talk to anybody in any context. It is not a wall. It is, a, we call it a semi-permeable membrane. And the skill to be able to stay in your context and be able to talk to anybody, to really anybody in the world is this culture to culture conversation skill. You do not lose your culture you have this authentic curiosity question of, hey, how is it going? How does it go in your culture? And be amazed, really just like going to Thailand and the tribes and, and you see the kids don't go to school, but the, the five-year-old boy is carrying the three-year-old girl and they all go play together. And that's children's culture. And it's, you have children's culture, 
but I didn't even know that that was a thing that was possible to have a children's culture in a culture separate from the adult culture. And, and you can have that even with people in modern culture. And um, there was a question that came up uh, yesterday, I think, about, okay, Gaian game worlds are also, I mean, not all of them, but some of the Gaian game worlds are bridge game worlds. You're bridging people from this edge of modern culture to next culture. Well, you, I think the comment was, well, you, then you can't live in on your monastery of being in extraordinary space if you're going to build a bridge to the edge of modern, you know, to the people on the edge of modern culture. And, and this misses the point that the way to build a bridge is because you are in your culture as you are talking to them. You stay in your extraordinary space as you're talking to them and then that's the seed that's planted and they can say, they can have this experience of something else is possible. It's possible for, for somebody to not live in low drama. I mean, they don't even know what low drama is, but to not have dramas. And some people might hate you for that because that would destroy their worldview. Like they're, it would, it would destroy what they think is real, that they can't, that they're not good enough, that people don't love them, that, and, and you're standing there in this extraordinary space of, um, um, I don't know, like next culture of amazement, of curiosity. And that's really the bridge. So even as you're a bridge, you never have to leave your own culture. Thank you. Thank you. So anything else, Clinton, about, about context before we just <clears throat> jump in? Yeah, I would love to just have people jump in. Okay. Can you, can you explain while I'm building the groups? So it's extraordinary, ordinary, extraordinary, right? <clears throat> Well, well, the way I would do it is really, okay, when, you, when you're having, you have to have meetings, like what we're talking about, this like this thing about putting the context on the table, it needs to happen, you can't do it alone, you need to have feedback, you need to have other consciousness that can even just hear you, even if they don't give feedback. It's a, so it's a group process. And especially if you have a team is when you meet in teams and you're having meeting, you need to ongoingly put the context of your game world on, like to, to hold and navigate the space with the context of your game world. So almost every meeting is really context setting. It's a context setting for what your game world, what your game world is. So this would be the practice of in groups of three, one person is sort of a, a role play where you're having a meeting and you are the space holder and you're setting the context for this meeting. You're setting context for what the game world is. You're setting context for your game world. And the two other people, you are listeners, but you are also, you're asking questions. So for example, questions could be like, okay, my, the context setting is, 
Maegimol is, is contexted in radical responsibility. And, and the question would be, okay, what does it mean? Please give me examples of how, how are you applying radical responsibility in your game world? And, and so it's to, in a way, really use your own clarity and your own life experience to help your possibilitator to deepen their context, to really get clarity about how does the game world go? So the point is, there, there is no right or wrong answer to this question. The exercise is anchoring yourself into the context that you want to build out into, anchoring yourself in that and increasing your ability to deliver that communication, which means to land the context in the space with the other two people. So your, your job is to land the the, the context that from, from your game world in the space, including the other two people, so they get you, so they get it because they need, to, they need to make a decision in a deep level. Does this resonate with me or does this scare the shit out of me? You know, or does this bore me? You know, what they have to really connect, your, your communication needs to land in all five of their bodies in this space and that's this exercise. If you're, if you're not skilled in this, then what will happen will be your uh, assumptions will be made by you or the other people. And those will be really painful to unravel later on. So this is a begin, this is a very, this is the, this is the beginning exercise is how just to be clear about your context and to be able to land it in a space so that people that you're with can participate can stay in the space and agree to participate or, or you know and, and understand you know is it a, is it, is a low drama appropriate in this space is it totally okay to play victim and complain and blame is that is that an okay behavior in this space or is it not and is it is it a gateway to an emotional healing process or or um, an, a thoughtware upgrade process something like that so it's up to you. It doesn't matter. There's no right or wrong answer to any of this. The question is practice. The intention is practice your ability to land your preferred context, the context that you want to build your game world in, in a space so that other people experience it. And the other two people will be giving ongoing feedback and asking questions to clarify it. So, yeah, wait. So you're not giving feedback. What you're doing okay. is really asking questions. You're in this curiosity, asking questions. So, and we'll be doing this for about maybe seven, eight minutes, depending on how, how it goes. And then afterwards, the, it shifts to the two people, you're giving possibilities. You're giving feedback and coaching about, okay, you have an assumption about this. You have an expectation about this. You're not clear about this and possibilities about how to clarify the context. So there's, a part, first part, you're delivering the context, you're setting the context, and the second part is the feedback and coaching from your team. And you'll tell people when to switch over, right? Yeah, and I'll send the message. Okay, any questions? Yes. Uh, I, oh. Yes. Okay, Christina. Uh, yeah. Mm, so, Clinton, you said building the context I want to build, right? Like in Schloss Glarisek, I. I would deliver the Christina, context I want to bridge into. Christina, Christina. Yes. Yeah. Whose game world 
ist Schlossglarisek. Not mine. Okay, what are you doing playing in someone else's game world? How is that for you? See, it's either you are, you are playing in a game world that you built and navigate, or you're a pawn in someone else's game world. Yeah, I know. So if you don't take responsibility for it being your game world, your, your life is going by and it's not pain-free. That kind of thing is not pain-free. Hmm. So a lot of us participate in our daily lives in game worlds that we do not agree of the values that, and we are pawns in somebody else's game world. Okay, the more you become aware of the cost of that, the more you will reflexively extract yourself from those game worlds. You will refuse to play pawn in somebody else's game world at any level. And it's great, you're just taking your authority back. You're standing in your center. You're becoming a source person for the game world that you want to bring to the planet. So your question, do you want to start over? I mean, you're, you're saying, okay, does, do, do the people in your game world agree that they want you to upgrade the thoughtware and context of the game world of Schloss Glarizek? Have they tasked you with that? Is that your job? Yes and no. Then it's no. Then it's no. Yeah. Okay, then you're trying to do it secretly. And that's called manipulation. Yeah. Yeah, I thought about this the, the other week and I was like, hey, do I really want to be here for Schloss Glarisek, or do I take a stand for the game worlds I'm building? These are big decisions, Christina, really. And nobody can make them for you. And, and uh, you know, if you make a decision like that, your life will fall apart again, you know. <laughs> and, and, you will lose friends and you will gain new friends and your life situation will change. I mean, it's the death and resurrection show. It is the Phoenix process. It is time to die. If you are going to decide that, if you're going to take a stand for that, things will radically change in your life. What are you waiting for? You know, like, like how long will you delay that? It's just painful to live in a mixed context game world where you're just biding your time and biting your fingernails at the same time. That was a joke. Does that help with your question? Yes. I do not envy your position. Uh -huh. Thank you. And Chloe, you had a question from Dan Palmer also. Yeah. Um, uh, I noticed my mom was jumping and I just wanted to get this clear so with, with, with by context we mean the amount of responsibility we're taking in the game world not not the stuff we're taking responsibility for is not not the stuff the game worlds exist to do or whatever it's it's more of that early stage of how much responsibility is being taken that's, that's the, the same focus. thing it's the same thing and, and uh, no, dan yeah dan I, I just sent everybody on the telegram platform, uh, a list of 27 questions about 
helping you get clear about the context of your game world. It has very, very specific examples. And then Chloe already mentioned some, but if you can also refer to that as you start declaring the context of your game world to the people listening to you in this exercise, you can go, okay, you need, it's a very clear thing. Okay, to, to what extent is our excuses a, a currency in your game world? You know, reasons, how, if somebody has a really good reason, can they get away with anything? You know, it's like, to what degree does that work? I mean, there's a whole series of these kind of questions about what, how to, and they're very practical examples of what we're talking about. So it is not just a, a general theory to philosophize about. These are, you know, do you meet around a table and use an agenda at your meetings? Or do you sit in a circle and do you deal with what's really going on? For example, do, are you, do you actually use a decision-making process that is real and, and is unpredictable? Or are the decisions already made before the meeting starts and it's simply a matter of bringing everybody on board? You get this? Every single one of these are, are context. How does, the, how does this work? What is the context of your game world? Do you have a specific question, Dan? Uh, no, just, just confirming that that was the thing with A, a the name of the, your game world, B, the online and offline location. That, is that what you're referring to with the 20? No. Oh, no, it's a, I think he just sent it uh, after the meeting started. I mean, I okay. also, considering your question, then it's, you know, there's some NGOs like WWF or Greenpeace who seemingly are cleaning up messes that they have not made. And they're functioning in a hierarchy. So they're making huge messes by just being in a hierarchy. And so there can be this, this fake green, like fake sustainable regenerative show of a game world, but the this this the context of your game world is both about how you work inside of your game world and outside and if those are not matching then it's a fantasy world then it's a complete it's a deception really and so this thing of i mean you know that better than anybody i think is people who do permaculture and still allow low drama in their circle is insane it's completely insane in terms of what are we doing with each other and with the earth. And so, so it's the same. What are you doing in your game world or what the, the service of your game world is providing has to actually be coherent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah? I can work with that. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm good to jump in. Okay, here we go. And Clinton, you are, I think you're a co-host, so you can jump around in the rooms if you wish. All right, thank you.
to provide is to provide them is to provide the healing and initiatory processes on the personal level in order also to serve the cultural evolution and there is uh, there I is have a question so yeah. will this make my life better depends what you define about your life better. It will make your life more authentic and it, it will make your life um, in another level that maybe are, they are not possible for you to, to, to realize now. It will make your life more fun, more radical, transformative, uh, you will have more friends, more um, jobs, more... Can I ask you a question? Yes. Yeah, I'm feeling a little scared because how do I know this is not a sect, a cult? It sounds like a cult, what you just said. Yeah, I feel glad you asked this question because it is a question that is also... Um, I think it's, a, it's an important question to put on the table. And it is not a sect because we don't have one guru. We don't have one person who is leading this. We need everyone in this, in this game world to be part of the evolution. And what are we, um, it is about developing collaboration and not following followers. Yeah. How, how do I know that you're not the guru? It sounds like you've pretty much made all the decisions for this game world. Mm. I am not the guru because I am not the guru. Because I'm I'm in I'm I am I am taking a stand for the game world and not for myself. It's not about myself, this game world. It's about empowering everyone who is interested to join. And the second aspect that is important to keep in mind in this space is the distinction between feelings and emotion, because we are all gathering to get in touch with sensitive issues that can bring a lot of things up in us. And at this point, I wish that we all also apply this principle of self-responsibility when something comes up to name it and to know everything is allowed to be in the space as long as we take responsibility for it and distinguish is it a feeling right now or is it an emotion? And for anybody who needs to be reminded of that distinction, I'd be happy to go deeper in that afterwards. I have a question about, I don't, why do we do that? Why would, why would we need to distinguish? And to be um, self-responsible. Yeah, the, thank you for that question. Um, the intention behind that is that we can really focus on what is bringing us together today, what I named earlier. So this research around this question of what does collaboration means in a regenerative culture 
And if we want to be able to focus on that issue without losing ourselves in all our individual stories, we need to be able to go back to our own self-responsibilities again and again and remind each other of that as well. What, what happens if I don't do it? If I, I like I, I, I can't, I don't know if I can be perfect. What happens if I don't do it? Like distinguish or be self-responsible? Well, what does usually happen for you when you're not able to be perfect? Well, I don't know, it depends. Like sometimes, sometimes I get kicked out of groups. And so I think then it's about being perfect, but also sometimes it's just like, it doesn't really matter. And mm -hmm. I want, you know, how does it go in this, how does it go in this team? Like, am I gonna get kicked out or? Well, it depends on what do you wish for? for this space. That's that's what I'm addressing right now, that we all take responsibility for what we wish in the space. And and if you actively become an actress of what you wish for the space, there's no reason for you to be kicked out. And yeah. Any other questions? <laughs> yeah. Or or just and keep or keep going, Chloe. Or you just whatever. Just keep um, going about like it's about deepening, it's to keep deepening the context. Yeah. Yeah, the context. So so yeah, this first point I named is really important that we are all here as researchers. So make sure you keep your own center and don't put it on someone else. And yeah, those were actually the two main aspects that I am inviting for this space to keep the clarity around it. So the radical self-responsibility self and the distinction between feelings and emotions. And- Well, what about this collaboration? Like that, that that's the purpose of, of this meeting. And it's, I mean, what is it? I, I'm not sure I know what it means. What does it really mean? Yeah, it's actually the the thing that we want to figure out, like why I invited you to join this space is because we are all with this question of um, what does it mean to find true collaboration am among human beings uh, to create regenerative cultures. And that's what the question that brought us together in this space and for which I was lending the context. And well, maybe it's the opportunity to start with the space then to no or no I'm um, yeah, so what I said in the beginning is that uh, I wish for us all to be here as researchers and that there that I am the one holding the space because I had the impulse to bring the people together around this question. But, um, and I have a certain experience around holding space, which makes me opening the space right now. But from the 
beginning we are all responsible for what is happening in the space and um yeah if something is coming up if you wish for something to be different it's your responsibility to bring it in and co-create the space well how, okay well how, go ahead matthew i was gonna what what space are we sitting in and i'm saying this as like a meta question of like as you're delivering this where do you picture yourself um it's like the start of um two days workshops of people who gathered around this question and are going to have exchange spaces, exercises, emotional healing processes. Okay, well, how, you know, you brought us here and you found the place and you found the people. And so, I mean, how, it seems like you've decided a lot of things, like how, how you said we all collaborating, but I don't feel like we're collaborating already. Mm. And so what, what does collaboration mean for you and how, how can we, how can you bring more collaboration in the space then? Well, I don't know if I'm allowed to. I mean. Well, the, the first thing I named by opening the space is that we are all more than allowed. We are all here because we want to collaborate and find out what it means. So feel more than allowed and invited to do so. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's time for feedback and coaching and possibilities for the possibilitator about their context setting. Yes. Um, this, this place of starting in an open space for a, a two day workshop of collaboration. It took me some time to. Well, I asked the question towards the end, I could have asked the question earlier, um, but I was just not quite getting that part of it that I'm here for something short term that maybe builds to something long term. So just saying that at the beginning. Um, yeah, would have helped me be able to inform you a little bit more about what I was hearing and, and seeing. That's just one thing that came up. Um, but at the beginning, I said that I want to practice setting context for a, for a research space where I invited people, didn't I? Or I've, or it was not- You did, you did. I, I, yeah, you said that, yeah. And I could have asked earlier, like, where are we? Because that's yeah, that's okay. something else. I mean, I didn't get. Oh, can I go ahead, Jeremy? Yeah. Okay. I I was in there in the beginning, um, but I have examples. Steph, when you say we are all responsible, it's it sounds it. There is no we in responsibility. We are all responsible. No one is responsible. Like 
oh, we're all responsible for lunch. Do you get the thing? <laughs> yes. Who's making lunch? Oh. So this thing of saying we are all responsible, you're already setting yourself up for avoiding responsibility. And so, and then you slide very subtly, you slide into a child level responsibility. I'm making messes, but we kind of all responsible. So somebody else, you know, some, the person who, who is the most responsible, which quote unquote will be you. And then you'll be the mother. Hmm. Does that make any sense to you in kind of your life where you're the mother of the spaces? Yeah, it's, 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 very tricky issue like how, how is it addressing the responsibility in the space by each people but at the same time not dropping it in in nowhere and at the same time not going into something hierarchical where I feel like I have to take care of everything like there is something in between which is not fully tangible for me so it sounds to me that there's some kind of emotional healing process there about this fear of, I mean, you wrote it in your message, really this, uh, I mean, that's another emotional healing process, but this fear of owning the space, that, that you can own the space 100% and empower other people to, to hold, to own the space 100% too. Mm. But when you say we are responsible, no one is responsible. So it's a shift from you are totally owning the entire space, every aspect, every dimension of the space. And that's this radical responsibility. You are responsible for the level of responsibility that is being taken in every space, in every dimension of the game world. And if you know the bright principle of that space that you were in would be collaboration, then you are also radically responsible for creating the, the, the type of collaboration that you want to see happen, you and other people, but also between people. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's a whole other game. How do you create a space into which radical collaboration can happen? And that's a lot cooler than say, well, you're, everybody's responsible. So that would be where your research is. You mean being then specific what we are all responsible about what we know create together no it's what i am what i am here to create with you what i am here to create with you and then and of course they they have what they want to create with you and maybe they don't know but then if you want them to say that you would need to invoke it in them you need to be responsible for invoking what they want and so that they can be empowered into what they want. Most people cannot do that. Mm. And that's why I was asking, you know, well, how can I collaborate? Okay, I'm still stuck in a hierarchical system where I think I need to be told what to do. I have no clue how to make proposal. Mm. So when I asked that, you didn't even say, well, what's your proposal? Boom, like that's, you know, radical responsibility. What is your proposal? What are you changing? I'm, I want to hear. Let's talk about this. And already you're setting the context for collaboration. And that's so Yeah. Because when you ask that, I said, so what does collaboration mean for you? Yeah, is I have. Going into the gremlin game or. Right. 
it, that's a discussion instead mm. of action. Yeah. Okay. And I have one more thing. And, and that's probably where your emotional healing process is. Is that, tell me when you're ready. is that you said, well, I, we are all responsible and self-responsible or whatever. And then you said, but, and I'm holding the space because, and you gave a justification as if the justification has any power about why you're holding space. It has none. Because if somebody comes with a better reason to hold space, they kick you out. And then in the space, reason and justification, you just gave power to reason and justification instead that you are holding space because you're holding space, because it, it is who you are, period, like for no reason, because, because it is so. And now that is owning what you are. So that would be this continuation of this process of it is because who I am. And you don't have to say that. You just say, I'm holding space. I'm the space holder. And, that, and that's it, kind of. So it's powerful to say because, and then giving justification in the space, then you somebody comes late and says, well, yeah, I'm late because I had a fight with my partner. And, and then automatically you have gremlin allowed in the space. If you allow justification, you allow gremlin and box, box reason in the space. And that will take it down mm -hmm. out of an extraordinary yeah. space. Ooh, okay, thank you. Oh, thank you, Chloe. And Jeremy, go ahead. I'm gonna go into record another space. This is a very cool day or something like that. So I think this is important to say, it's so, just so cool, you know, but I don't have to convince you, you can keep going with the other life. It's no, you know, like you have the choice. This mm. attitude of really, having the space also for the other person yeah, to come up. Yeah, I could totally feel it. <clears throat> and it was surprising and also inviting. So, you know, I think other people would be surprised and scared and get paralyzed or back off or, you know, go in their head or something like that. So I'm sure you know what I'm talking about, but I was doing the other thing. I was going towards you because mm -hmm. you were making it safe to do that. You were holding the space safe enough to do that. Yeah, and it was a pretty also interesting thing in me going around having this conversation with the guy who created the, you know, who is like the originator of possibility management. <laughs> and, uh, and it was like, oh, interesting conversation. What is happening with me? <laughs> yeah, and this was also part of the emotional fear about not giving you like speaking with you as we never had this conversation before. And, and I think, and I, I do this a lot with the people that are also here, you know, in the possible data training to really speak from, from the beginning as a new, fresh. And because, it's so beautiful. You know, I, I'm working, I was just working on an interview I did with Bill Twist, who is one of the co-founders of the Pachamama Alliance in San Francisco which is a global organization. And I did it and I, I saw that I was having an eye to eye level. I know this guy's a global player, but we was having this eye to eye conversation. And 
you know, love was happening. It was really love happened right in this conversation between me and him because he was, he just, the guy's so present and humble that he could, he could just go, you just said, the, you just named my game world better than I have ever been able to name it. And I said, uh, I, I'm just repeating what you told me. But he said, yes, but you did it better than me. And it's like, you know, this is a global play. I mean, it's like, this is the kind of thing that, 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 that thing that you did were projecting on me that I'm the founder of some game world. This is a, a, a splitting mm -hmm. off of something. You're giving your authority away to something that's mm -hmm. not real. So I would encourage you to work on that, to mm -hmm. get off it. Because there's mm -hmm. nobody in the world that you can't talk to. Nobody. Mm -hmm. And, it, and that, that's important to live in that space. There's nobody who has anything. Millionaires, presidents, you know, the Pope, Dalai Lama, doesn't matter. You know, you just go, you just. Is this, is, is, this, is this like this internal part of me, of myself, that is creating the hierarchy? Is this, is this do you think it's a, it's a healing process about that thing? It's about that giving thing. my authority again? Yeah. Yep. Okay, I, thank you. I don't know. I don't know how to really get off that, but mm -hmm. it's time to get off it for you anyway. Completely off it. And harvesting the gold that lies in conflict and and navigating the people that sign up for possibility mediation can take more responsibility for their part in the conflict and what their pain is so that they can negotiate to more intimacy, to more connection and find nonlinear solutions or nonlinear possibilities to move ahead with each other. And, and this can be, I mean, that is what, what needs to be really clear from the outset that if, if you're not willing to to really look at what is your own contribution, what is alive in you around the conflict, how are you contributing to it, then it's it's not gonna work. So we're gonna navigate to, to, to that part in you that is hanging on to the conflict that, or that has some sort of a benefit from, from having that conflict or that has a pain around, around that. I have a question. How do I yes. get, get? How do I get in, involved? Like I, I don't. I'm not. I don't know who you're talking to. Maybe you said, but how do I get involved? I didn't really say. Yeah. How? Do, yeah. That's the clients. So I'm talking to the clients. How do you get involved? You got. You get involved by. By. So are you giving? Up. So you're giving a, a public. Are you giving a talk about it? Is that what you're doing? I'm not clear about that, to be honest. Um, I would just I jumped would, in about, yeah. I would suggest, Juliet, that you, it's as if you talk to your team members who are doing possibility mediation. Like you're talking to Hannah, you're talking to Anna, you're talking to these people, but you're the space holder for possibility mediation. So you're calling this context in for the purpose of deepening the context of possibility mediation. Okay. Thank so you. what if you start over with that? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, in this context of possibility mediation, 
it's about navigating really to radical responsibility where where the the core of the conflict can be like, we're diving to the source of the conflict and navigating the the clients to take higher levels of responsibility for their own contribution to it so that means um navigating to their pain to their emotions that are that play part in in that that create help like that that they use to create the conflict or that are the, at the root of the conflict and to and to give them possibilities or to change their perspective and give them distinctions on how are they holding on to the conflict how are they how are they creating separation instead of connection how are they going to yeah I mean, so I think I think we get the so why why are we here really? Why did you call us in? Because I want I want us to to find ways of yeah reaching out to people to to make to 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 show them the like to make obvious. I think it's about the heart of it. Like, what is the like the heart of this? game world like why would people sign up for that and i want us to reach people like the attractiveness of of that what we're offering that really there is gold in that radical approach on responsibility how how that can fertilize people's lives and and what it to, yeah. what's what is the heart the heart is that yeah that the heart is the as connection the heart is love as the bright principle of connection and evolution it's this creating yeah it's about creating an and a culture where conflict is not a blockage but it's rather a fertilizer to 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 navigate to, to evolution to um to more possibility which allows the people in, a, in an organization or which what whether that also includes a relationship but organizations of some any kind game worlds really when i'm thinking about it too so uh, i have this question because yeah. i think i think you've you've said this before you've kind mm. of thought about it so what what do you need to change like why you know why are we here you said so we can attract people but it's um What's you know, I mean, I'm, I'm shifting out of a, a, a person, but it's like, you're trying to deepen the context and somehow it seems to me that it's about what's next for you. And so how can you talk about this, even if you don't know? To us, to, in a way, to empower us as possibility mediators. Yeah, I mean, I, I want to know what, I want to know what, which because oh, as i talked about i didn't think about that before but possibility mediation is really a, a tool to empower organizations to empower other game worlds and so 
which game worlds are you turned on to empower with this tool and how can you show up radically um, to to offer that to those game worlds so that so that they can so that this is not a game world like for me what's that is one part that's just one part though that's one part that's next but that's also next about deepening this own capacity to to practice and to to apply the tools and the technology and just get it out there just do it um we just need to like to do it and to create the container that is bigger than three people because there's so much um there's so much necessity for this this and there's so many people that have the metrics and the skills to deliver this so how come we're only three people how come or two even i mean anna is is doing it but we're not like i haven't called her into the team so that's my my responsibility and yeah how how to deepen that context in Yeah. To what? Go ahead, Elizabeth. You're muted, though. If there's uh, just two people, what's how to bring people into the to generate this uh, this energy so that it it can spread? How to bring people in to generate that energy and so they can spread? Yeah, I yeah, I I see the possibility of having work talks around that and offer it to the PM community and really be clear about what it is that we're creating here and not tuck it away in this corner and wait for people to find us. To be and then clear. how can clients come? How do because I, I know people now who who need that yeah despite by that by by talking to people and letting them know we're here we're doing this this is on offer this is available and making it visible more visible and that's still quite abstract okay um, coming to an end thank you thank you Judy, you want to say something or? This is, ah, oh, I need to write. Yeah, it's not clear for me for whom, who do you want to reach exactly? Yeah. I think that it's not really a time for, 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 for replying. I just, yeah. I'm just going to okay. take the yeah. question. I, I have, it's more like whatever feedback and coaching possibility about this context setting and, and, and how you're holding the space. And there's somehow, so, okay, we were in a meeting with other possibility, possibility mediator, but you are the space holder for this game world. And, but you're not owning that. There's a way that you say, well, how are we going to do this? How are we going to do this as if there's a we in responsibility? Mm -hmm. 
and giving the responsibility to us to figure this out when we are not actually holding space for the game world we are waiting to be empowered by you this is truly what is happening we are waiting for you to open doors that we could not see before because you as the as the holder of like the torch i don't know how to say it like as you are getting by taking that stand and, and if you you know as you move towards taking more of that stand you become the place where the bright principles and the universe is giving you the information about what's next and by giving us the responsibility you're blocking the information and we don't have it either and then that's the you know the stagnation of the game world so does that make any sense to you about this like okay yes i get it thank you okay. and the other thing i had was you were you were having two different conversation and it, it wasn't clear which conversation we were having and there was this thing about what is possibility mediation for and i and i think you know this starting to blossom of um of god this actually is a tool for other game world to empower and support and other guy on game worlds totally okay so there's that and and this is for who for really for who are like what is this for something like that it's not really for who because that's a business consideration you know what is our client and for me that does not work because the client as the people that you get that's as simple as that mm -hmm. if you start having a personal you know persona client it's kind of moving into a fantasy world you know you're here in this game world builder training it's like okay it's obvious that it's for other game world you know and and for so that was one conversation and then the other one was this uh, uh deepening the tool you know i want to deepen the tool of possibility mediation okay well those are very two different conversations and if, if you try to mix them, then it's a it's like a mixed purpose conversation and 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 nothing can really come through you also. Mm. And, and, and it seemed to me that there was some fear to commit to one conversation and to just and deepen this conversation and deepen it and deepen it and deepen it mm. and then leave the next conversation for the next meeting. Mm. And it's, it's sort of a commitment. Um, fear i mean can you say what can you say what was happening because you really jumped it was so you could listen in the recording but you just jumped so fast yeah, i think that's what i do I, I checked in before as well it's like with the with the context because i have so many game worlds i'm interested in so i think it's like jumping to the next and i've noticed i've noticed that there's i think i, I want to look into that more it's like this really not just staying on the surface but going to the next going deeper yeah instead of like traveling yeah. everywhere instead of, yeah and being yeah. on this on this surface topsoil thing just really letting it go deeper yeah great and um yeah i think i said it already okay thank you yeah thank you um yeah i went to bring a feedback um when i listen to you 
Also I felt I was wondering, hey, like, where is your fire or your passion? Do you have anything, Anna Not really. Were you the facilitator, Vera? Devin, okay. I mean, Anna Maria, this is really about um, what worked for you. Like so Devin said something for, for eight minutes or, or how many, and there's something where your whole body was like, oh, okay, I'm getting this. And then this moment I was like, there's moment where your body was just, what is this? Do you get what I'm saying? Okay, so it, it both are helpful. If you can say, when you were saying this, that my five bodies were enlightened. I was getting it. I was with you. I was on your, your journey. And when there's something happened and, and, and I lost it and then, and then Devin can find out what happened then he can remember, but he needs your, 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 your five body clarity. If you can, if you can do that. Thank you. It helps. Okay. Um, for me, it was about the moment when you somehow didn't look that much or um, into into the the shape of your node or the clarity about what is the specificity of your source. If if I'm <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, for, for you already know, yeah, I, I feel I feel the answer. Like I, I can see some of it, and you're just stopping in front in front of it. That's my sensation of of your answer. So it was just staying with um, what is the particularity or the um, the shape, the form, the the yeah, what what makes it that to be individualized or to be in itself a thing. Are you getting this, Devin? You know what she's talking about? Yeah, it's it's some of these things I just have not even I have not thought through or felt through or uh, yeah, it, like you asked me that question and I was about to give an answer. And I was like, I don't know. I, I actually have not even looked at it enough myself to to be able to, yeah, I guess I'm saying I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Cool. So thank you. Thank you for the encouragement, Dan Chloe. Yeah, really, Anna Maria, you have, you've been in so many game worlds, like you've been traveling around and seeing what works and what doesn't work and you're, you have so much life experience. Even if you don't have this, the vocabulary that we're using, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Your life experience is there and 
what I notice really is that looking at other game worlds is that we're talking about the same thing. We just have different words for it. And that's all. And so you just use your words and, 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 and really bring your, your intelligence like we need it. Cool. Let's shift to the third possibilitator. That would be me now. How, we see the difference how it how it changes the vibration when we are men and women here. Okay. Cool. And the the goal is to have men equal as women here, not necessarily equal, but there should be there space for men and women to collectively evolve or develop. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I, I've got another thing that yeah. maybe I'll uh, in future. I think we'll move okay. on now. But <laughs> okay. I just wanted to flag that. There's another. another thing okay. I can Thank you. Maybe send you a message. Yeah. Okay. All right. Over to me. Um, So the, the game world I'm interested in focusing on during these this twelve weeks I'm calling designing for life, and it's a it's it's a it's a uh, a resolution or a, a solution to a situation where I noticed I was getting pulled apart by by being involved in too many separate game worlds, and so designing for life is going to be like a mothership. It's going to be like the umbrella or the home base. That these other game worlds are held by, so it's it's a it's a it's a game world within which they're that I'm bringing into existence to hold uh, currently four other game worlds that are already well defined and have been going for some time. Um, <clears throat> and the 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 point or or purpose of the of the of this game world is to is to hold hold. It, it's around um, transforming the way people create things, the way that humans create things. About about bringing more life and charting pathways back home to life um, by researching and discovering, um, just sensing and then clarifying and articulating with rigor distinctions, powerful distinctions, transformative distinctions, and then uh, making them accessible to others so that they can. Um, kind of use them to to increase the to transform the their own processes of designing and creating to bring more life, beauty, and wholeness back into the world. Um, and and that will be that that will happen via lots of things like books and podcasts and films and online subscription communities and co online courses and you know any number of things. But they're all in service of that higher level. Um, focus. I, I have a question. How do you handle the like deep wounding of like school? I would say mostly school about like we're not allowed to create. We we're not allowed to have our own ideas. Mm. We need to have the, the the answer to the teacher's question and how deeply embedded these these wounds or whatever this mm. idea that mm. we're not allowed to actually create what we want. How do you deal with that? Well, that, that, so that's a core part of the focus is, is lovingly and consciously disrupting the, the, the ruts we're in. And that's, a, that's one we're deeply in. So a lot of what Designing for Life is about is, 
is supporting people to acknowledge the fact that they are creators and then they can make different choices about what they create. Um, in, in terms of how that happens, like through, there'll be a whole variety of, of ways that happens, but that's, that's kind of the first cab off the rank in a way is, is really supporting people to wake up to the fact that, hey, you're, you're creating constantly, you are a creator, you, you, you're creating constantly. And the way you create and the things you create can have more life or less life. And the thing that makes this game world what it is, is that it brings together people that are interested in, in bringing more life to whatever it is they're creating. Well, I, I, I noticed from my own experiences that really my creation power is, is not even multiplied. It's even more than that when I'm in a team, like when I can serve a team or I'm in a team. And I, we're so because uh, what I'm getting is that there's this podcast and books it's, and it's a lot of, uh, you know, whatever behind the computer, individual um getting clarity, like getting information and clarity. What about process? How are you handling the need for process and for in teams also? Yeah, yeah. One interesting aspect of this is a lot of the, the, the sub-game worlds have teams that have been going for a while. And yet my initial impulse was for this one to be um, my, my thing. It's Dan's thing. The thing that it's just all the stuff that Dan's into, and um, I want to explore that more, and and investigate that, and decide whether that's the right way forward, rather than uh, as opposed to um, inviting others into the very beginning conversations. And so, so, so that's a question I'm sitting with: is is this is this high level game world a Dan? Is it a me thing, or is it a is it a team thing from the beginning, and that's not resolved? Hmm. Will the offers stay on this level unclearly mentioned? So is it is the aim of the game world to provide people with information on a cognitive level to like to get more thoughtware, like to open widen the horizon? Or is it also that there are real life people they can talk to or can they go into process with them? Like how is it about EHPs when they get the knowledge and then it's doing something to them. Like, is there a room? Is there a space? Is there like an opposite for it? Yeah, yeah. And and so the, it's almost like a, a lot of the um, the initial doors that people will come through. There'll be various, but like one of them, for example, is that I'm able to communicate with like um, university educated um, middle class white males who. Um, who, who, who lean in and, 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 tr and trust the rigor and, the, you know, th their mind is satisfied. And then um, some of them choose to become part of an ongoing community. And as the trust builds, then, then um, doorways open to the possibility of, of, of um, I guess you'd call them emotional healing processes, but, but the opportunity for um, people to give each other feedback and, and call each other out and, um, and, and support the other bodies to, to be in the game as well, because a huge, a huge premise of, of the whole approach is that we can't, we can't get back to life with our minds. You know that we need to, need to re-engage our whole systems. I have another question. So, what I, 
what are your edge of consideration in regards to your game world? Like not in terms of the content of it, because I'm sure you're on the edge of that in discovering more and more content and you just, as you're putting it through, more can come through really. Uh, yeah. And But in, in terms of designing for life, what's the edge of your consideration about it? Where are you- Can you clarify that? It's where are you the edge of my consideration like the edge of the edge of your game world like where uh, I, I don't know how to say it differently the edge of what what is it becoming what is it what, what's next something like that what's next well, i don't know if this is relevant but i, I noticed that a lot of the the smaller game worlds are um are they're me they've been me hiding behind various things and sort of creating a, a, a shape that I've been conforming to. And a big part of designing for life is me kind of coming out and just being me and just doing my thing and, and really expressing all of me and all, and all of my bodies. And so um, that, that feels edgy. It feels like um, a, a big part of this is, 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 is not, is not, there's been all sorts of ways I've been holding back and concerned about breaking ranks with what this podcast is supposed to be about whereas the the flavor of this game world is it's whatever is coming through yeah is that relevant yeah i mean what i'm getting is that your experiment right now is to be more visible and in I'm asking, how is that how can you make your game world so that you're more visible like what is the next step for your game world so that even Dan Palmer can be more visible. So I mean, and I don't know and if you've been considering that or, or are you already on your edge? Well, so, the, so the, 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 the little game worlds underneath, they're not little, but the, 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 they, they already have a huge amount of visibility. They're very visible to a lot of people and that's growing. And so there's already a, an audience that's ready. And as soon as I'm ready, I'm, so I'm building up the website and all that. And and the time will come where it's like, hey, um, this is there's now a mothership, and so 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 that point it'll suddenly become visible to a lot of a lot of folk. Okay, thank you. I have one more question. Like, how is it if people want to join the team? Like, because for now I hear that's you. I you are the one person which is creating the game world but how is it if other people are saying like hey it's it's really cool i want to work together with you how is it going on then yes yeah, so, so i've been experimenting with this for, for for a few years now and so generally someone will come on concerning some aspect like i'd like to help with the podcast editing or i'd like to be part of the book you know um, and of course, people don't really know about the whole game world. And so that's generally how it starts. It starts with a small focused territory or region within the larger game world. And we go through a process. We, we establish a context and get clear on what um, what expectations are, uh, whatever. Um, and, and then move forward and check in back against our context as we go along. And then sometimes that that evolves and people get involved in other things. Although that's it, I haven't, I, I have, that's still something I'm learning about, but so I haven't been super. Um, people tend to come and help out and, and after six months or a year or two, at the most, they tend to move on. So there's some, some kind of block there that I'd like to resolve because a big, a big part of all these game worlds is that they're not dependent on me indefinitely that I, when I step back. 
they um, they keep going. How many people are in the team? I mean, there are several teams, and you spoke of four different game worlds who are under this main flagship. <clears throat> but are there fixed teams, or are they? Is it more uh, related to different individuality uh, individual persons? This is all, all kinds of teams. Like there's more superficial ones, like people that are supporting the films, like several. 400 people or whatever that, that that we send a newsletter and whatever um, and then within some of the other game worlds there's there's committed groups of people that subscribe and we meet regularly uh, ongoingly and so I, and there's there's two of those at the moment and and i'm going to be birthing a, a fresh one at this high at the higher level which is just about i'm not even going to tell you what's going to happen apart from i'm going to we're going to be holding space for each other to to develop and, and become more alive and bring more life into the world so across all of them, now there's, I don't know, maybe one or 2,000 people across all the different teams and different levels, but at the intimate, more intimate level where the, the more the emotional healing and stuff becomes an option, um, it's maybe, I don't know, like a 50 to 100 or something. Wow. Yeah. Okay, this is time for feedback and coaching and possibilities for Dan. Do you want to go, Anna? Anna? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> so for me, it was like the the vision was clear to to kind of combine things that are already there and to kind of make it more clear and create something new, which is combining and so also kind of bringing things together, and still. I didn't really get how it is keeping you from getting exhausted because I didn't really get the, the connection of the suburban game worlds towards this big game world. And there's still for me unclarity, which maybe you have the clarity already. And yes, maybe that's first. Thank you. Uh, on a sort of on, on a meta level in terms of deepening the context or you, you know you didn't really say who we were in terms of who you're talking to in terms of a team or are you doing I mean it was almost like a public talk or a presentation of design for life but I think we had pretty like authentic questions and there's something that I was getting that you were you were protecting like you were kind of defending it and in, 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 instead of, uh, well, I don't know, does that make any sense to you that there was some kind of defensiveness or? Um, often when I'm starting these new things, I, I, I am just like, I, I kind of protect the germinating seedling until it's strong enough to withstand the forces of the world. So they may have, I don't know if that was coming through. Okay, yeah. I mean, for example, the, the question from Hannah about how, like, that could be a, a really honest question about how do I collaborate with you? You know, how can I, and, and your answer was more of a general of how I've been doing it in the past years, instead of saying, these are my requirements. Can you do this? Yeah, do you have this? Totally. Can, what are your yeah. skills? You know, and that would have been, a, then it's like, I, I can trust you because I know, you know what you're talking about. You know what you want. And it's, and it doesn't have to be this mushy, general theory thing and um and i think that was what I, I was missing in terms of deepening the context it needs especially for you it's like it just 
you can you can stand by your clarity and it seems mm -hmm. like you were standing by your your general like your general theory instead of standing by your clarity yeah it's funny you mention that because i've got a couple of emails in my inbox where people are saying hey i'm ready how do I, how do you mentor me? How do I, you know, and I, I haven't replied <laughs> for a week. So your spot, your spot on there is, a, is that that clarity remains to be, so I can come back and say, well, here are the, you know, here are the rules of engagement here. Here are the options here. Um, right now I'm just like, ah, oh, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm just building up this thing. Let me get back to you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And you had, go ahead and take him. Then to me, you feel like a huge um, rock in in the in the ocean. The waves are pushing against it, and it's trying to be really solid and to be to hold its stance, to hold its um, importance also. Um, <laughs> I just tell something completely out of the blue. I'm if I miss something in you, it would be humbleness. And I may be completely wrong. And even if I blow my statement by telling this, <laughs> no, you're 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 uh, you're you're not completely wrong. Okay. Well, what's the possibility, DVM uh, Shu? To me, it comes because the, like being humbly fake, like being humble in a fake <laughs> way, it's even worse. Yes. You can just yes. smell it from people. To be it, uh, the impression I got was it was very self-centered. It was based on you because you are the one you, whom you really can trust. And there are other people who, yeah, they can do certain things, but the overall picture is only with you. Like a hierarchical, uh, what I told about myself, this, this approach to patriarchy, to be, to be that I feel still stuck in it. And I sense something different in you, in spite of all these big um, or inviting ideas you have about changing human or societies, the quality of life. And so, therefore, what then? What's the possibility? Is it like inquiry or or process or what? I could imagine a process about the, the your role in this whole game. Hmm. Thank you. Yeah, I'd be really interested in that because there's a there's a weird thing going on with me and humility or vulnerability. Yeah. And and I will say, oh, just to add to what I think it's something to do with. Okay, what is the then? What's the purpose? I mean, it could be a a really honest moment in your path where you just say it's it's going to be about me, and it's just and I and I own it and I stand by that for however long I need to burn through that. You know, me, me, me kind of child thing but um so but to be clear about the that would that would the per, the process could be about that like what's the true purpose which is the source of the purpose totally yeah that would be great yeah and and people often tell me about they appreciate the, hum, the humbleness and so is that is that fake or in some of these smaller courses yeah what's what's going on with so an inquiry into into my relationship to humbleness and how much it's about me and all that would be awesome. Thank you. Okay, Hannah, I'm going to close the room, but you still have a minute. 
to mm -hmm, cool. uh, maybe it's also already said what the other two said but i feel like it's connected towards your value so ask yourself can you separate your value that you have a value just by being not by delivering something and then it would be also interesting to differentiate uh like not dance vision but what what is coming up from a deeper place in you that wants to be delivered and to separate this from dan is showing up now da, 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 da. Mm. and yeah Welcome back. Would everybody yeah, take a deep breath? Just be back in a big circle. I would like to hear what the what did you notice the com any comments or question about this practice this practice of setting context in a way of deepening the context of your game world in a meeting space, sort of a, a team meeting space. I just want to say <clears throat> that I, I noticed how valuable it is to practice. And uh, it's, it's a low, in a way, a low risk practice environment because it wasn't a full hour long talk. It was just a few minutes. I got great feedback and coaching and uh, I'm ready to, Uh, jump in and practice again because how often do I get to really talk about what I love talking about most? You know, it's like the context of my game world. I think you would love talking about this. Uh, one of your favorite things to talk about would be the context of your game world. And so, how often do you get to do that? You know, and then improve it even more. So, I mean, anyway, I appreciated the chance to do that. Thank you. Thank you. I noticed oh. that there, there was a tendency or, or I heard uh, Devin say the word pitching and, and how actually a conversation is not pitching. We're not, it's not a trying to pitch an idea for someone. And, and I could still see how this Having a conversation really allows even to use different words, new words that in landing context that I've never used before. And so this was, uh, yeah, to, to move away, move consciously away from pitching or this that goes really along in convincing someone. And, and then it, it just really it scares people away or it's sticky, this, this manipulation thing. Notice that a beginning of pitching and then moving away from it. Yeah. yeah and, I, and I was at the same time, I got to jump around in, in the groups. And for me, what I noticed a, a lot is as a space holder, 
the possibilitator having some resistance, like strong resistance in, in uh, say, fear about really owning the game world as this is my game world and this is how it goes. And, 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 and that does not mean that it's not open for proposals or questions or deepening, but the, it was, it's this thing of, oh, let's all talk about it. It's like, it's just like saying, let's, okay, in, oh, <laughs> we all make lunch. Let's make lunch. Okay, well, who's making lunch really? And what happens is that the person who's quote unquote the most responsible will make lunch and, and easily fall into being the mother of the father of the project and quickly become the, a responsible victim of, I have to take care of things that nobody else is taking care of. And, mm. and that's really a setup for, for really low drama and resentment really resentful and, exha and exhaustion like you said yeah and and so but to and it's a shift to say that i'm clear about how i want this to go and and that includes like we were talking about with chloe who who's building a game world about how does collaboration happen like let's let's discover collaboration how can we collaborate together and the the thing is saying well you know, saying let's collaborate does not work because everybody has so much wound and blocks against collaborating. And so really the job of the space holder is saying, I have experiments that I want to try so that you, ex you experience what is it like to collaborate. And then you will have an experience and you will have clarity and distinction that I don't have but you're setting the space, you're owning that space of research and not waiting or expecting that other people bring their own research. It will come if you hold the space with clarity and excitement, something like that. And, but it's this fear of, I think there's a really fear resistance of really saying, this is my game world and this is how it goes. Well, yeah. What Anna? Yeah, I, I, I know. I, I wrote this down because definitely there are some, and there is an emotional healing process for me to do because I, I feel this emotional response in myself about, you know. So who am I to say something like that? Also to have this attitude also, yeah, like to really embody. That who who am I? Like I, I want to like my box wants to disappear in the team. Yeah, and be invisible in the team. So I wrote this down for an emotional healing process because it like uh, yeah, I feel the the gap. Yeah. And I feel also the sadness about it because <clears throat> I, I want to share what what was in the in the in the in the practice is this I saw as experiential I had this um this situation where someone had a vision and how the vision from their side did not land like it was filtered through all these blocks of you know like whatever and did not land 
in the space. So how important is actually to do this in order to also clean the space or clear the space to find out what mm. is it about actually, really? Yeah, and, and also the other part is the second part that is, that is super important for me is where is this coming from? This longing or this impulse or, you know, where, where is the vision on which soil it is sitting? Mm. So is this coming from a, um, is this an enmeshment? It's like a non-reality vision. It is, so where is this coming from? And, and I could sense like also the sadness when it's not landing. So it's so, really so valuable to have this practice. It's almost like, I think in game world building, would be, it's almost like a hygiene thing, like cleaning your teeth every day. So it's <laughs> like having this conversation. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Anna. Mm -hmm. And we also came also across this, um, like what is the hidden purpose? And what, what you just said, Anna, like on which soil we are building actually the new game world? Is it, and, and to put this really on the table and then, okay, do we consciously choose that or that and not just um, let it drive and opening the door for resentment and, and, and yeah, war, context war. Yeah. One thing I'll share, I'm still, still swimming around, but something Devon Shu mentioned got me realizing, I, I think I had some sort of belief or, or idea that I had, there had to be a hardness to the clarity around the context of my game world. And so I'm kind of excited at the possibility that it, there could be a softness, that, 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 that it can have a soft, permeable membrane and still have the clarity. Yeah. And which, which relaxes, I feel relaxed. <laughs> it's a welcome uh, insight. Yeah. Uh, I would like to share that with the 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 meeting that I had now uh, with Christine and Clara, uh, I just found three emotional healing process. Uh, that one of them is about I I'm afraid that I don't when I talk to my partners that it's not going to be about profit, so they they won't like it. They won't follow, and uh, it, I have fear of this. And also, I find myself hiding from the financial thing behind because I, I, I feel that I don't want to take responsibility for this. It's too messy. Like, and the third is when when, and Chloe said about. Oh, this is how I want my game world to go. And I feel like my gremlin would like to take it over. Like take take over these authorities. Like I have to to keep him like close. So when I declare this, it it doesn't become gremlin food. So I just saw three emotional healing processes. Vicente, can I ask you a question? Yes. What if it is not your gremlin, but Gaia that 
wants you to take authority for creating and inhabiting a game world that makes you happy or excited or alive, vital? What if it's not your gremlin? You know, you're in a game world that's a mixed context game world. Does that make sense to you? Okay. So you're in Christina Dershner's same circumstance. You're in there and you think that you have to secretly survive or do things in the back to because it's a it's a gremlin game world. You're you're working in a gremlin game world and your your heart or soul, whatever your being wants to come alive in the whole world and not try to survive in a gremlin game world. And what if what if what you're talking about is not to suppress you know what if you what if your gremlin has to do something your box cannot do which is start the next university start a university that feeds people you know start the university that brings about next culture instead of instead of suppressing your vital force to try to survive in a game world that's dominated by people who subscribe to modern culture's profit motive, which by the way is annihilating life on planet earth. You know, what if you took a stand? What if you, what if you let yourself go crazy enough to do what you really came here to do? I, I feel fear and joy when I feel fear and joy. Let us know what you do after that. I'm interested. Okay, okay thank you. Thank you. And what that brings up for me is what I noticed is I go from like in this conversation, in this context setting, I went from one topic to the next without diving deeper into the first topic. And it's something that I'm doing with game worlds as well. It's like, um, I feel like I need, and there was also feedback I was, I got was that the fire was missing somehow. And I feel like I need a team that helps me find like this fire. So I'm clear about what is it that I'm really here for what is it that really wants to come through me when I'm not diverting it into all different sorts of directions? Yes, so here's your team. Yeah. Get your couple people to take you on the process. Yeah. Just ask that. Well, two of you, or, or uh, well, some of you hold space for me to go through that process. Yep. Who, who wants will. to be in this team? Dan and Anna Elizabeth and Jeff. Thank you. I also want to be part of it. <clears throat> Thank you, Anna. And if you, know, you have four people, it might be, you know, this thing might have layers. And so you could have a process with two people and then an, another layer with two people. Something like and that. observers are welcome, you know, observers just helping to hold the space are also welcome. I will I'll be happy to post the date that I find for these people and then you can join. Thank you. Thank you.
some of you did not really speak last week because we quote unquote ran out of time. So if you have not spoken in this space before, it would be a happiness for to hear your voice. For example, like Julie. Yes. Hello. Um, so my name is Julie and um, the game world I want to create. So is it about what happened last week to say some word about the game world I want to create? Is it true? This is life. So I go in this direction. Open microphone. Yeah, okay. Um, I have a dream to create like a crazy house um, where art really gets born from the inside and it's art of the soul so that like the whole house starts to breathe this soul feelings and soul reality and soul colors and so that for anyone who goes in this house like it's touching or it's malaxing the whole body so that the soul gets touched by this. Um, so that's the image I have till now. And in the moment I'm alone and I shared it, this in the group and I feel a lot of fear to make the next step for it, whatever this step is. And the other aspect of this, um, is that I want to invite, like there is another dimension. It's like there is this soul house and around it, I see a place for initiation or for groups of children, like by age that can go through their own initiation. And that these two projects and aspects are somehow linked or are nourishing each other. Um, so that's it. And I saw now how painful and how full of fear I felt just to share a piece of this vision and try to be clear about the context. And yeah, and I feel joy for all the questions that I received and all the feedbacks because, because I really need this. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I had a small proposal or question, which is, I, I don't know where you're living or anything, but um, unless if, let's see, if you actually did the thing in whatever space you are, just in your, where you're sleeping, for example, or <laughs> where you're cooking, for example, something like that, and you you uh, let it come out in ways that don't cost you too much. For example, if you're staying at an Airbnb and you repaint the room purple and, and build wooden flowers or something, you know, they might like it and they might not like it. And if they don't like it, then you might have to pay for painting the walls white again. And so that can be expensive, but there's ways that, that you can you know, handle, change the plants around or change the, the, uh, the, the 
tools and utensils in the kitchen. Like, like in Chloe, when, I, when we go into a new place and if they have dull knives, we sharpen them. So then they have these razor sharp knives and we, we live in this razor sharp knife space. You know, and if they have Teflon shit, you know, Teflon coated aluminum shit, we throw it away. We just, and they go and we, and we buy a couple of enamel pans from somewhere and stick them in there. And so far they didn't complain about it. So, I mean, things like that, but you could actually start moving in that direction in ways that don't cost you so much. Yeah, thank you. I mean, along these lines, where it's like um, a game world starts when I'm kind of making this up, but something like when you get an idea and you give it a name, you have an idea and you give it a name and then that's the moment the game world starts. So you're saying, I want to build a game world when your game world has already started but you're not standing in it and just, mm -hmm. and if you were standing in it, it would be like Clinton said, you would already be putting art all over the place and, and having some form of initiation. See, if we move into a house that doesn't have really wonderful wooden spoons, I just pack up the house full of wooden spoons that are just <laughs> amazing handcrafted. <laughs> we got this from the witch store. This is from the native Indians. So and just leave and people don't complain yet. Thank you. So Soul That's House. Fun. Soul House is a great name for Game World. It went right into me. When you said it, it landed. That's a good name. So so you have the idea and you have the name, so it has already started. Great. Thank you. <laughs> and thank you to bring it back to the now instead of the future possibilities but to bring it back to the now so thank you yeah feel joy about it and possibility yeah. look out world julie is here <laughs> i want to share that i changed my mind I entered this incubator with a focus of shaping, shifting, manipulating whatever um, I wanted to do of Schloss Glarisek. And I dropped this plan. And I already dropped it. Because in the, in the exchange, um, I I built the context of the possibility coaching training slash clumps and and open question arised and I'm glad to reach soon out to Vera and explore the game world further. So I changed my mind. <laughs> Yay. Yay. So the other two guys, I don't know what they were going to do, but they will figure it out. <laughs> they have to come up with their own game world too now. <laughs> you have abandoned like, ship. I'm sorry. No, I'm not. <laughs> Christina, yes. we, we've got this website called Change Your Mind. And mm -hmm. it is about exactly what you just said. But there's nothing in it. So um, if you could just go in there and just free write about the experience you just had, you know, about what 
what it takes, you know, how is it possible? Who, who gives you the right to change your mind? Who, who gives you the authority? Where'd you get the license to change your mind? You know, like, and really let this come out because you, you've worked a long time on this question. I think for five or seven years, actually, on this question. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so yeah. this is a big thing. And if you could just unfold it, just keep unfolding next layer, next layer, next layer, and do that on in the website, just blob it all out there. Don't worry about or editing or, or anything, okay? Yeah, give me access. I will. Great. Thank you. <laughs> Yay. Yay. <laughs> So anything, any consideration or questions about setting context? I want to hear from uh, Divyam Shu and maybe maybe Richard and somebody else. Okay. <clears throat> I did not change my mind to deal with the <laughs> question of building a bridge house or being part of a bridge house or living in a bridge house or space holding in a bridge house or inviting people to a bridge house. This idea came to me probably in, in April and it completely it, it nailed me on the on the floor. I cannot move anymore without doing this. I mean it completely stuck me. And it got really concrete when Clinton and Ankoe were here, and also Vera and Devin. I was impressed. Uh, we decided, uh, I decided, and I got the full support. And first, I, I was against stuck. This nail down is not so bad, the idea. Uh, it, it hit some of it. I thought, well, such an amazing concept. I just take it over as it is one-to-one, paste and copy. And within a couple of weeks, I realized, hey, there's some resistance in my box. There's some resistance, not only in the box, but also in the being. And I went through several processes going through, well, that's an amazing idea of other people, people I really appreciate and I, people who gave me many positive impulses in my life. But this is one thing I really have to realize for myself. And I went into, yeah, I got really in, uh, deeply in touch with nature. One day I was secluding from, from everyone and find out by the evening that what I really want is a place with many ideas of the bridge house, but basically to serve and also in this talk or in this uh, meeting tonight, <clears throat> it got again repeated that my mission is to bring in love to rooms, to spaces, to people, to processes, to healing, to transformations. And this is what I'm doing right now here. There are many obstacles and I feel, yes, I accept them. I feel my box crumbling. I feel my gremlin revolting. I, in this process, I get to know more about my gremlin, which I'm really grateful because up to now, uh, Rex was a, yeah, a wobbly 
energy field close to me and I had no idea who he really was, but just today I had an emotional healing process about this and I learned to realize how to connect to him more and this made me really happy just by appreciating him because I had this concept this guy is bad and he's he's I cannot appreciate him I cannot uh, accept him and he's in charge of all the stupid things I do in my life and I changed my opinion in this that he's one of the most amazing guys I ever met and I really want to get to know him and to cooperate with him on a very deep level and that felt really amazing today that's what I want to share with you and I'm really grateful to be in this space and I feel many more impulses will come where not only I will benefit but also Devalaya what this bridge house is called and also to make the this bridge house idea <clears throat> a part a, a vital part of my life for this process how long it lasts I have no idea and I don't care but for now I am grateful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Divya. Thank you, Divya. Sure. Hi, great to hear. Um, so I, I shared in our, our session um, about the flower of Riverside which is a uh, game world that's just started. It's uh, almost a month old. Um, and it is, I would say, the, the softer, side of, uh, softer side of Riverside, which is our game world Nicholas and I share, um, stand together in, in the town of the city of Boulder. And it stands for Boulder. It's community in action. It's forming community through action standing for local projects um, that, that uh, enhance, build out Boulder, showing possibilities of what can be achieved by humans standing together and doing things together. Um, Riverside is an event space. There's a lot of physical events happening. So it's taking that energy of coming together, standing together, being together, and maybe doing a little less talk and more doing. Um, and then there's communication happening, happening at a level that um, transcends just the words. Uh, one of the, the strongest things I got out of my encounter with uh, possibility management was the deeper, um, truer communication through feelings and words. And I feel when you do action together and you communicate on that feeling level of, of achieving something together, the, the connection deepens. And then the sense of doing more together is a natural outcome. And as I learned earlier today, which really struck was the, uh, the byproduct of community. And I'm sitting with that, you know, question, how much is, how much am I doing on in service and how much I'm doing for the sake of community and looking at the balance of those two, wanting both and knowing why, standing for both, but understanding the relationship, I think is, is very useful. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
Clara, are you still there? Can you say something or did you fall out? We have to unmute. Yes, I'm still here. What, how was it for you? Um, it was good. It was like the, the last thing which I took with me was um, like to share with, the, with Hannah and Chloe the thing which are the hidden, um, how to say it in English, um, the hidden things we want to do with each other. Yeah, to share this stuff. And also, um, I talked about my wish uh, to build a home and like to have a place where I can build up family and stuff and um, got the feedback that this is not like, this is not a thing which will serve us and uh, that I have this fixed pictures already, how it should look like. Yeah, and that makes me think. Like, what is if home for me could look totally different than how I got to know it from my parents, but not in a bad way, but in a good way, because I wouldn't do this bad thing. But like, if some somebody says it to me, I'm like, oh, fuck, no, I really want this home feeling. But actually, if I go to this process, then I, I don't have to lose it. I just have more possibilities how my home could look like, like, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I just looked at the time and I see really, it's almost time to wrap this up. I would like to hear uh, if anybody has found a, a doorway to an emotional healing process that we, they would like to get a team together. So if anybody, this is the time to do that right now, anybody? So Ana Norbuena, go ahead. Yes. Will someone please hold space for me for the emotional healing process? Um, I have two. One is the fear of owning the game world. Who will um, hold space for that for me? I would be part of that. So it's Julia, Anna, Anna Elizabeth, Clinton, and Matthew. And the other emotional healing process is and Chloe. Um, there is a part of me that still creates authority and, and hierarchical structures. And I give, I give myself, I split myself up and give this to this construction. So I create hierarchy in my, in my life. Who could hold space for the emotional healing process about that? I will shift to that one. I will shift to that process. And I Anna. see Hannah and, and Anna Elizabeth. Thank you very much. Thank you. Chloe, you wanted to say something? We didn't hear you when you were unmuted. I wanted to say I wanted to witness the other process with Anna, uh, the first one. Okay. And so Anna, will I, you put Chloe on the list so she knows time and date? Great. Okay, and Jeff too. So would you put Jeff in the, inform Jeff, Anna? Me too, please. 
Uh, yes. And Ana Maria as witness. God, this is going to be a crowded space. Whoopee! And could you also record it? Clinton <laughs> doesn't oh, yeah. do a process without recording it anyway, so. <laughs> cool. Thank you so much. Cool. <laughs> Anybody else? I would like I also. Go ahead, Vicente. Uh, I would like also to ask for an emotional healing process uh, to search uh, the fear that I, I feel on all, all aspects of my life about taking care of financial, taking care of financial issues, problems. Or Christina Dershner. Christina. And Matthew. Clara, did you have your hand up? No. Nope. Okay. Chloe? Yes, I want to ask for uh, the next layer of my process with the fear that I shared a bit last week. And uh, it came up again around the fear of taking up the space really today. Okay, just a second. Anna Elizabeth, were you, were you gonna join Vicente's group? Process? Yes, I would like to observe. Good. So Vicente is also Anna Elizabeth. And okay. I would hold space for you for that one. Thank you. And the requirement is you need to be in a place where you can really make noise. Okay. Anyone else? I had a, yes, yeah. I had a, I had a request for an emotional healing process um, around um, clarity with, with respect to humility, humbleness, fake humbleness in terms of how I'm holding game worlds. Hmm. Anna, I, I think you need to be on the team. Can you, yeah? Okay, so Anna and Divyamshu. I'd like Thank to you. be on that one too. Thank you. Christina, anything? Okay, and Julia? I just make like this. Okay. I would like to witness if it's possible. Great. Julia, you had your hand up. I want to be part of dance team. You have Richard also on the team. Uh, as a witness. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I would like to witness also. Uh, so I'm going to, I'm going to struggle to catch all these names because I'm, I'll, I'll be reaching out to you. All right. Uh, so, don't know. Can you just send maybe a someone just say them out? Dan, oh, Dan, just send a message in the group and people say, and they say, I'm in this process. And, and then you oh, have the names I'll and do the that. contact there. I'll do that. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. I, I'm asking for an emotional healing process related to the fear of stepping again, again out of the game world I'm living in. Got a team, Vera and Devin there. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Thank you. <laughs> you guys, Vera, would you record that one also? Yeah, thank you. <clears throat> so, you guys, just to let you know, the reason that we record 
some of the processes is to put them online at the Create Possibility website that the entire world can witness. And the purpose of that is because we're all human beings. And a lot of us are faced with this, these similar issues. I just had, uh, I just talked to a, a trainer uh, in America who said, gosh, I just looked through these processes and this one just really hit me and uh, I'm, I'm working with it. So it's, so it's such a huge treasure chest to share with people. And that when, when people, um, you know, you're at eight o'clock at night, you're looking for something on the in television, instead of looking at a TV series, just start going through these emotional healing processes and they are so dramatic. God, they are, they are, they will make you sweat. You will, you will be on the floor, you know, in cramps. These things are amazing. People are amazing. So I encourage, and it's free. You don't even have to pay for Netflix or anything. You just go right in there and watch them. So, and it builds matrix. So it's really great. Was there anybody else who wanted a emotional healing process from this extraordinary team of game world builders during this week? Okay, we're, um, it's, you know, we're talking about building your game world website. Uh, put your hands up if you already started that. Okay, not quite enough, it's less than half. So please this week, just get on there, start building your website. And as part of it, start building, just start building out your codex, which is starts with your context. And it starts taking a stand in the world for what you're bringing into the world, for what you want, for what it is. And it, it, it like, it's like Julie said, it's, it's soul work. You're building your soul house in the world. It starts with a website starts with a name. So this is not about you. This is not a website about you. It doesn't have your name. It's a website about the project, the game world. So give the, give the title of the website. It's the name of the project. And then, and then, and then start working on the codex with, uh, uh, with the context in it and ask any questions as it goes along. Be sure to look at the 27 questions that I just posted on the Telegram group because mm -hmm. it has uh, it'll wake up a lot of parts. You go, gosh, yeah, I've been in meetings where this was not clear. It's such a mess. You know, if this is not clear, it's this hidden purpose gremlin background conversation that takes the whole game world down. And it, so you just get clarity about it. You go, no, it's going to go like this and then take a stand for it and then you know, the, the best thing is to keep practicing what we did today. Have in your every conversation this week, say, look, I need for three minutes or five minutes, I need to tell you about the context in my game world. And people will go, what? Yeah, let me tell you about the context in my game world. And you just do what we did here. And then you say, give me feedback in coaching. How did it land in you? What do you think about this? People just freak out right there in the cafe. So just that's, um, please practice that. And, and if you was with people here that you're building the similar game world, do, do that purposefully. When you meet, you say, I, we're setting the context, we're deepening the context of our game world and one person speak after the next and you can also give feedback and coaching or ask questions saying, well, that wasn't clear or what about this or, and, and use the meta, the meta question. So, so you deepen your team also. 
Okay. We are Thank so you. glad you're doing this because we want you to win. This is a winning happening game world. So thank you very much for being willing to win, even though it makes nobody else lose. You get to win anyway. Okay. Bye bye. Okay. See you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. 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 Adios. Bye. 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 Adios. <laughs> Buenas noches. No way.